You're listening to the Stay Sore Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stay Sore Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bo Skitsko, and today I have a very good friend of mine, Matt Kimmick, here today. We're going to talk about a topic that is probably familiar to a lot of you. It's how to stick to your goals and how to actually accomplish them. We are both trainers, so it's going to be mostly directed to health and fitness, but not only. And it's not only just for, you know, uh, New Year's resolutions, any type of goal. So, Matt, can you really quick introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Matt Kimmick. I have been in the health and fitness industry for over 15 years. Uh, I've trained a variety of different clients um, from high-ranking healthcare professionals uh, to high school athletes. And uh, I got into health and fitness because I believe that taking care of the body and living well is the best way to go about living life. And so I have a passion for that and I wanted to share it with others. Uh, I have a uh, undergraduate degree in communication arts, which helps a lot in communicating effectively the benefits of health and fitness. Um, so I'm super excited to be here uh, with my trainer, Bo, even though he was formerly an employee, he's now my trainer and the person that motivates and inspires me. So I'm pretty excited to get talking about uh, helping people accomplish their goals because it seems to be a really big sticking point for a lot of folks. Everybody's got goals, but how do we get to them? How do we achieve them? How do we sustain them? How do we stay motivated? So I think it's an awesome topic to kick off the year. Uh, yeah, that, let's, let's start the year strong. So give me like three to five best points or tri tips, tricks, advices sure. that people can use to achieve their goals and not fall off the bandwagon. So let's yeah. start with one. Sure. Um, the first one is mindset. What do you mean? So, and the reason why I start with mindset is if you talk to a hundred different people, everybody's going to tell you they have a goal. Everybody's going to tell you they want to accomplish something. Everybody's going to tell you that like, hey, in a perfect world, I want to achieve A, B, and C. But are all those 100 people actually ready to get moving on those? Are they ready to start doing something about it? The mindset that a person has in achieving a goal is, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get there. I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to put in some effort and time. I'm willing to do something about it. That mindset has to be present in order for anything to change. Like we use the, the phrase all the time, if nothing changes, then nothing changes, right? Very true. So having a mindset that is intentional on doing things differently. Uh, my dad always uses a phrase, when the pain or discomfort of your current situations becomes greater than the fear or uncertainty of tomorrow, it's time to go. So when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you're like, I don't care what it looks like, I don't care what I have to do, I'm going to do something differently so that I can feel better, uh, so that I can live better, so that I can have better health. The mindset is easily the cornerstone that kicks off anything that a person wants to accomplish. Physically fit, um, emotionally fit, in your relationships, in your job, whatever it is, you have to have that mindset. Okay, so uh, let me rephrase that a little bit and ask your opinion. Sure. Um, sometimes a person has to hit rock bottom for the pain to be big enough for you to want to actually put effort in, yeah. but it doesn't have to happen. <clears throat> no. But it's really challenging to turn your car around until there's a wall. So. Yeah. Turning it around before it's a dead end is really hard. 
it, but it's doable. It is, and that's and that's something I was thinking about when we when I was going through some of these uh, these points. Is being self motivated is not the norm. So there are some people that are self unfortunately uh, unfortunately right. Perfect world. Everybody can wake up in the morning and say, "I'm going to do these five things to improve my life, improve my job, improve my relationships." Very few people can wake up and say, I'm just going to do it because it has to get done. Most people need an underlying motivator. Most people need something that's going to say, hey, you need to get your butt moving or else things are going to get really bad. Or things are really bad and I got no other place to go but up. So the self, even like you and I, like we know what to do. We have the knowledge and information. There's even times where I get comfortable. There's even times where I, always. right? There's, there's always that. And I just, I don't know if you saw the last po podcast I posted. Yeah. was how to get motivated when you don't feel like it. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the, the first step is actually wanting to do something. Is that what you call mindset? I, I would, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the second step? Goals. So the reason why I put mindset before goals is everybody has a goal, but not everybody has the, the right mindset to get moving. But goals are, in my opinion, very important because if you are working towards something very, very vague in general, your trajectory can land anywhere. You may not land where you want to be or achieve what you want, or you may put in a lot of effort in all the wrong things and never end up achieving your goal if you don't specify and you don't articulate what you actually want to accomplish. So something that I would routinely ask folks when I was going through kind of the beginning stages uh, of developing a framework for their plan is in a perfect world, if anything is possible, what do you want to accomplish? Give me a handful of things or give me a couple of things that you want to experience. How do you want to feel? Um, what would you like to do in terms of your fitness or wellness? A lot of people say, you know, lose some weight, have more energy, feel better. Some people have legitimate health risks and, and health issues that they want to remedy, improve, get rid of. Um, so I, I always want to follow that up with what are your specific goals? So do you mean like specificity, like a number? <sighs> yeah. You know what? And that's a check mark. I, I would say, I think maybe an easy way to, to frame it is short term, long term, you know, so in the next 90 days, in the next three months, what would you like to accomplish? And then big picture, like inside of one year, what do you want to accomplish by this time next year? So that at the very least, we're getting somebody to have a realistic end goal, right? If we're running a race and I have no idea where the finish line is, uh, why would I put in a lot of effort? I just talked about that the last episode. You can't win without crossing a finish line. Yeah. And crossing the finish line is hitting that, hitting that goal. Right. But if the goal is kind of vague, it's hard to... Okay, it's super awesome. Easy. So you have to have the willingness to do so, yeah. and then actually, what is it that you actually want to do? Yeah. Okay, for sure. that's number three. Uh, game plan. Okay, so, okay, elaborate a little bit. So, and we've, we've talked about this all the time, and we discuss this with our clients and people we work with. Goals are great, but goals without game plans end up just being a lot of wishes. Uh, we've probably had conversations with countless people who have wonderful goals, sometimes very, necessary goals that they need to accomplish for health and wellness. Um, but if you don't have a game plan, if you don't have a structure around your effort, uh, then again, you're probably going to spend a lot of time and effort, maybe money, 
on things that aren't really helping you get to your goal. You're gonna get frustrated and fall off because the game plan or the lack of yes. deviates you from your goal. It's like right. the uh, geometry, like if I'm just one degree off, it's, I mean, it's a little bit, but 50 miles from yeah. now, one degree yeah. off is a lot of distance to cover. Yes. So therefore a, a good plan will get you to your goal or, or further away from it actually. Yeah. And when, when we talk about that, most people, I'm assuming most people think about like a workout structure, workout routine, right. but a game plan has something to do, not just with nutrition, which is still obvious, yeah. but how do I deal with lack of motivation, lack of social support yeah. from my family, from my friends? For sure. What if my kids don't allow me to go to the gym or work out at home? So game plan is more than just a workout plan or a nutrition plan. Yeah. Game plan. How do I deal with stress, with stress, with work, with unexpected situations, correct? Yeah, I would. I mean, the game plan, uh, not to maybe oversimplify, but it is all of those elements. It's the things that uh, people struggle with when we meet people and they're so frustrated because they put on a lot of time and effort and things like I'm not seeing results. That game plan is what helps them manage those things that they're frustrated with. Navigate through the life for all the bar barriers and the hurdles. Right, because they're, still get to the they're going to be there so, inevitably. When it comes to workout plan or meal plan, you can find all that stuff online. Exactly. You can find it. It's going to be maybe 1% better, 1% worse. Yeah. But, uh, but managing and learning how to get around those, those everyday obstacles, like what do I do if I don't feel like it? What if I do, yeah. what do I do throughout the holidays when I, mess up yeah so sometimes having an accountability partner a trainer obviously that's his profession to guide you through it Correct. not just the working out part but like if you don't mentally are in the zone he can navigate you back to that yeah. or a good workout partner support system some girlfriend at the next state you text back and forth and that might get you back on track is am, am i understanding this correct yeah i mean you're you're hitting all the in and I'm going to get to some of the other, a couple of the other okay. points, but that's exactly, that's exactly the idea. And in, in what we see uh, are the common, you mentioned the roadblocks and the things that deter people from achieving their goals. It's those sometimes intangible things or something maybe as easy as lack of motivation or the things that come up in life without an effective game plan to fall back on. Um, it's really easy to get discouraged. It's really easy to get frustrated. And, and that's, I think, what most people's difficulty is, is they just lack an actual plan. Like, just like you said, you can go anywhere and get a weight training program, you can get a nutrition plan, you can get all the, um, the numbers and the data, but without having somebody to help you navigate the ebbs and flows of life, Year to year, and I always tell clients, it seems like every couple of years, life changes. Your routine from two or three years ago is not going to be your routine now or tomorrow. My routine two or three years ago isn't what my routine is I now. remember you changed quite a bit. Right. So you're, same with me, like when I started the business, I had two kids. Now I have three kids. Right. And that's like another 33% more challenging. Yes, With exactly. finding time, keeping the energy high, yeah. and avoiding uh, sleeplessness. That's, that, that's all right, it. what's your next point? Um, to follow all that up is, uh, 
Effort and consistency. There's like two more points, but I think the next one to kind of jump into would be effort and consistency. And they kind of go hand in hand, and we've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but even if you have the right mindset, mm-hmm. you're ready to make a change. Uh, you have found that underlying motivation. You know why you want to accomplish it. You have specific goals. Uh, you have a game plan. You have people that support you. You have somebody that's helping you uh, direct your efforts. You do have to be willing to put in that effort, that time. Um, I once heard a per- person much smarter than my own self say, success ends up looking a lot like hard work. Har- yeah. Right? There's no way around it. But the reason why I'm, one of the reasons why I'm in the health and fitness industry for over a decade now, the reason why I love it so much, doesn't matter who you know, doesn't matter what you got, doesn't matter where you're coming from, it doesn't even matter where you start. You can't cheat the system. You get out what you put in. Yeah. You want a lot, you have to put a lot in. You want right. a little, put a little in. I've, I have long since, and my, both my grandparents were self-made, I, don't, I hate using the word self-made men, but they, they built their own businesses from scratch, right? They built their own businesses, they built their own, you can call it success, uh, but to them they built a life. Mm-hmm. And uh, their parents were immigrants from Germany and other parts of Europe. So they were essentially first generation Americans kind of etching out a life. And the American dream, and not to get political in any way, but the American dream is having the opportunity and the freedom to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. Work your butt off, have the opportunity to work your butt off, and get out of it what you put in. Are you guaranteed success? No. Are you guaranteed everything that you want to accomplish? No. But you have the opportunity to work your butt off for it. And more often than not, if you're putting in effort, you're going to get some very positive things out of it. It might look different than when you first set in. And and we have clients all the time that I want to achieve this. And then like six months into it, they're like, I see that, but like, I really want to get this over here. And their goals and motives start to change. Once they realize and actualize what maybe they're capable of, then their mindsets, and we're going back to mindset, but then they start to maybe shift and say, you know what, I can achieve that. But it's because they got moving and were willing to do something about it and put forth the effort. Self-belief is growing. The more work you put in, the more self-belief grows on you and you realize that your initial goal was actually belittling your ability. Yeah. Vice versa, if somebody doesn't put work in, right. they get frustrated, they pull back, make the goal a little lower, yeah. smaller, lower. So the more hard work you put in, the more you realize you're like, you're able to do anything. Yeah. All right, uh, do you have another one? The last one is just accountability and we've already kind of encapsulated uh, a lot of these points with accountability in the other ones. but. In my opinion, <clears throat> probably, and I don't want to say it's the cornerstone because mindset's definitely important, but in all areas of life, uh, if we do not have accountability, if we do not have, some call it fellowship, some call it community, um, if we don't allow ourselves to be part of an accountability process, inevitably, like you said, you could be one degree off. And for a few miles, it may not take you that far off your course. But over time, if you don't have something that constantly brings you back to your direction, to your purpose, to your calling, to your goal, inevitably, we will find ourselves very, very far off the mark and maybe wake up one day, which many of us have at times in our lives, and look in the mirror and say, my gosh, I don't even recognize the person I see in the mirror. How did I get this far? 
Um, it, when did this happen? How did I let this happen? And to avoid that, or for people that are working on their goals now and trying to get um, to a healthy place, allowing ourselves to be held accountable so that doesn't happen. It's not easy. Um, accountability isn't always fun. Accountability is sometimes awkward and uncomfortable because we're allowing ourselves to be vulnerable to somebody else. You have to be okay with somebody calling you out once in a while. Yeah. But that's, that's what you said. That's that bumper that bounces you back on your, yeah. on your road instead of being one degree off for a few more miles. Right. Probably the biggest thing that I see happen is many people allow the wrong kinds of accountability. And this is where I'm going to get kind of philosophical and maybe a little bit spiritual. Oh, this is interesting. I want to hear um, it. Is, I've often said, and I even, I even posted something on the uh, social media yesterday, is that the average American spends over four hours a day on television, internet, and social media. You just opened up the Pandora's box. I, I did. <laughs> and, but the accountability is if we are allowing all those messages from television programs and internet, social media influence, et cetera, into our minds and our brains... Is that the right kind of accountability? Do we have possibly friends, people in our lives that don't support us, are maybe uh, patronizing or maybe undercutting us with negative remarks, negative comments, always complaining? We as people tend to be very negligent to what we allow in but we want to be really, really intentional about the effort that we put out. Yeah, we need to fix our mental diet. Yes. So accountability is allowing the right, the right types or the right kinds of information and messages and the right types of influence into our lives. And hopefully being willing to put our foot down and say, I'm not going to allow negative people, people that complain, people that try to bring me down, discourage me, distract me. That might even be saying, you know what, I'm going to limit my television, social media time to this amount. Or that might mean making some sacrifices, maybe putting some things aside. And that's where it really starts to get awkward and uncomfortable with the conversations with folks because you can tell a lot about a person by what they spend their time doing and what they spend their money on. And I don't need to know a whole lot else about that person. If I know those facts, I'm like, all right, this is what you value. And if you don't have somebody there to challenge you and motivate you and hold you accountable to what you said you wanted to do, very easily we can fall back into, well, I'm just going to keep spending my time and money on these things because it's comfortable, it's familiar, and comfort is the silent assassin of success. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. <laughs> Time and money always shows what the person is about. Yeah. You can tell me all the amazing things you did, but if you show me time and money, mm -hmm. where you spend it, it gives me a good idea of where you're going to end up in one, five, ten years. Yeah. So, um, little trick. If you spend a lot of time on watching TV, for example, hold a plank during the commercial break. Like start small steps. Sure. I think those small, sometimes people want to have, especially when it comes to like New Year's resolutions and stuff, people yeah. want to have quick and like all out, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat nothing and work out three times a day. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. Start no. small, right. uh, small little steps. And let's, let's recap really quick. Yeah. So before you even have a goal, you have to be willing to put the work in. And then once you know how much work you're going to be willing to put in, you create a goal, yeah. right? Yeah. What was the third one? Uh, game plan. You have to have a game plan 
of this is how much you're willing to put in, yeah. this is the goal, this is how I'm going to do it. Then you have to have the uh, consistency. Yeah, effort and consistency if for sure. If you don't, if you want to achieve something, you have to keep on working on it. Just, there's no way around it. Right. Don't skip. If you don't feel like it, at least put half effort in, but make it still a scheduled thing. And the last one was accountability. Accountability. You have to answer to someone, to a journal, to a person, to a Facebook group, to your friend, to someone, maybe even to your trainer. Maybe. I, I think the, an extra tip and not to maybe put another one in there, um, but the game plan, uh, the goals that we want to accomplish for most folks, it's also sustainability. So while you guys are, thank you. While you guys are formulating your goals or while you are looking and assessing your life, maybe talking to your trainer, talking with folks, understand that living well, living healthy isn't a New Year's resolution. It's a choice to live your potential, to live a life that is productive and full of energy and has a purpose and has a calling. The things that we have to do to get there have to be sustainable. What can we do or what are we able to do for the next 50 years of our lives realistically that can help us live better? Something that is unsustainable, something that's not realistic is just going to discourage us. So be willing to adjust, be willing to make changes, but also understand that everybody's different and you have to be able to access it daily. What can you do for the next 50 years of your life in terms of nutrition and activity that will set you up for success? If you can do more, great, but know that there should be a baseline of things that you can do realistically. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Don't do not do it this, like a sprint and then you're dead right. after the sprint. Yep. You want to run in a way where you can keep running. Correct. Thank you so much for the time, man. Yeah, man, appreciate uh, it. I, if people like it, we're going to bring you back and talk more. I would love to. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, man. Stay sore, guys.